we had invited a speaker for today for Truth and Reconciliation Day, uh, Sarah Margols, who grew up at Betsedek and uh, works for the Ministry of Indigenous Affairs as a team leader for the residential schools unit that supports First Nations and other indigenous partners in the identification, investigation, protection, and commemoration of burials at the sites of former um, Indian residential schools. It also supports the availability of mental health and addiction services to survivors, their families, and communities. Um, unfortunately, uh, Sarah has COVID. So we're going to have to bring her back at another time. Uh, which meant that yesterday, late afternoon, I had to come up with a message for us. So here goes. <laughs> um, Sukkot is a time in which we celebrate the harvest and commemorate our people's journey through the wilderness. And I'd like to reflect, therefore, on some profound connections between Sukkot and the truth and reconciliation of First Nations in Canada. The intersection of our tradition and the reconciliation efforts of our indigenous neighbors, I think, teach us important lessons about healing, justice, and the pursuit of a better world. Sukkot, as we know, is ultimately a festival of gratitude. In fact, one of the most important and odd mitzvot of Sukkot is the mitzvah, the commandment, v'samachta v'chagecha. We are commanded to be happy on this holiday. Why that's an odd commandment, we'll talk about it another time. But Sukkot is a festival, it's a holiday in which we are actually commanded to have gratitude. It's a festival of unity and also a marker of impermanence. We construct Sukkot, temporary shelters, to remind us of the fragility of our lives. Just as the Israelites, according to tradition, journey through the desert with nothing but their experience and faith in God to sustain them. Sukkot teaches us to appreciate the harvest, the shelter we have, and the importance of sharing it with others. Another mitzvah of Sukkot is Hachnasat Orchim, as expressed example, for example through the, uh, the mitzvah and the ritual of Ushpizin, of inviting our ancient ancestors to join us in the sukkah, just as we invite our contemporary friends and family and community to join us as well. It's also a time to reflect on Sukkot Shlomecha, the notion of God's sheltering presence, the sense of unity that comes with gathering together under God's protective blanket of the schach, of the covering of the sukkah itself. I think in a similar vein, the truth and reconciliation efforts are also rooted in a quest for unity and healing. Indigenous peoples have endured generations of suffering due to colonialization, forced assimilation, and cultural genocide, and have embarked on the journey of truth-telling and reconciliation. This path involves acknowledging the painful truths of the past, 
uh, and the um, painful truths uh, of those in leadership of our, of our country and other countries around the world, quite frankly, um, at the beginning of the colonization and the development of, what of what is much today the Western world, certainly here in North America. And it's through, these acknowledging, and through the acknowledging of these painful truths of the past that we also attempt to seek justice and foster an understanding between indigenous and non-indigenous communities. As Jews, these topics are familiar to us all too well. We've lived it ourselves. We are no strangers to historical suffering and to the importance of memory. In fact, we're quite good at memory. Um, we have Yom HaShoah, and, and this congregation started the Yom HaShoah candle program that has now taken off throughout North America and throughout the world so that Jews everywhere on Yom HaShoah light a candle to remember those who died in the Shoah, which is one of the reasons why it's been suggested by the Jewish community that on Truth and Reconciliation Day, we light a candle in order to identify and remember those in our community, our neighbors who have suffered under uh, colonization. And that's why we have a yardside candle that we lit last night that continues to burn today. We remember our own history of oppression, our own journeys through the wilderness, and our own ongoing pursuit of justice and freedom. And it's with this shared experience of pain and resilience that we can appreciate the struggles faced by indigenous peoples in Canada. So what lessons can we draw from Sukkot and the truth and reconciliation efforts? Well, here are a few. Let's begin with gratitude. Sukkot teaches us to be grateful for the abundance in our lives. Let's also express gratitude for the courage and resilience of indigenous peoples who have preserved their cultures despite the immense challenges. As a people on, uh, for us on Sukkot in Hallel, one of the verses that we recite, which I always find so meaningful, is Zehayom Asadonai Nagila Venismachabo. This is the day that God has created, so we should rejoice and celebrate on it. That's true for today, for Shabbat, that's true for Sukkot. I think that's true for every day. We are a people who seek and strive to develop an attitude of gratitude. Zehayom, today is the day. I think we can also emphasize the notions of community and unity in our personal lives, in our professional lives, in our communal lives. Just as we come together in our Sukkot, let us come together in solidarity with indigenous communities, recognizing that unity is essential for reconciliation. Reconciliation will not happen from the indigenous communities. It will happen from the non-indigenous communities. It is incumbent upon us to see this through. We remember on this holiday of Sukkot, the impermanence and change. The Sukkah's impermanence reminds us that change is possible. Reconciliation efforts remind us that despite a painful history, positive change can happen when we're willing to face our past, when we're willing to face our past. I can't, I'd go back in time and change it, but we all know that we can't. 
And so on the heels of Yamim no Ra'im, what we talk about is change. Change involves listening and understanding. It involves coming to grips and telling the truth about the past that happened and coming to grips with the evidence that continues to unfold before our very eyes, especially vis-a-vis -vis the residential schools and the, the murder of hundreds of children uh, in the last century. And we have to, in listening and understanding, make it a point to hear directly from those in the community. It's not enough just to have surrogates. It's not enough for me to be here and give a sermon about this. We have to make it a point as a community to hear directly from those who have suffered um, through this history. It's one of the reasons why our USY chapter, um, for the last two years actually, has initiated a Canada-wide convention for Jewish teens, regardless of their background or affiliation. This year, we've decided to place that convention in Winnipeg. And the topic of the convention for teens across Canada is going to be on truth and reconciliation, an opportunity to meet with indigenous communities within Winnipeg and hear directly from their peers as well as experts about um, the history and the struggles that their community continues to have. And finally, uh, tikkun olam is a Jewish value. Tikkun olam comes uh, as part of Sukkot and reconciliation share a common goal. Our goal is to repair a broken world. Our tradition teaches us to work for justice and healing and this is a call we share with those seeking reconciliation in Canada. The Hebrew word for charity is tzedakah. It comes from tzedek. When we give to others, it's not charity just because we do it out of love. That charity comes from the Latin caritos, which means love. You give charity when you feel empathy. For we as Jews, we engage in charity in gimilud chasadim because it's tzedek. Tzedek, tzedek, tirdof. Justice, justice do we need to pursue. And justice is about doing what is right. And that's our obligation. We at Pet Tzedek, for the last several years, have created a ready committee. Patty talked about that on the high holidays a little bit. An anti-racism, equity, um, diversity, and inclusion committee. This is the committee that we've tasked to lead our, our community, Pet Tzedek, in the work the very important work to educate ourselves. You might want to read, for example, the book 21 Things You May Not Have Known About the Indian Act. We want to hear directly from those in the First Nations community, and we look forward to future programming, bring Sarah back and other programming in order to fulfill our responsibility, as mentioned in the Truth and Reconciliation Report, uh, the responsibility of synagogues and faith-based communities to do this work. There is a lot of work in front of us. It's not for us to um, necessarily finish the task. But that doesn't excuse us from doing our part to engage in it. Shabbat Shalom. Chag Sameach.